Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Yes, yes. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I want to do with you. That's why I created MoneyMakingConversation.com. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest is two of them. Uh, first one is Jacqueline Rogers, has over 14 years experience in consumer package goods from Nestle, Mars and Wrigley and is a graduate from Clark Atlantic University. Her compadre, partner in crime, Sean Rogers, received his undergraduate degree from Morehouse College and MBA from Duke University. They are co-founders of the hugely popular and successful holiday decor and apparel company Green Top Gifts. The company brand's signature character, an African-American Santa Claus, affectionately known as Clarence Claus, <laughs> has quickly cemented Green Top's gift place in African-American and families of color households who looked for representation during the holiday season to provide diverse options with four holiday collections of products. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the creators of Clarence Claus, <laughs> Jacqueline and Sean Rogers. How are you two doing? Great. How are you? <laughs> I'm excited to talk to two creative minds. Uh, but let's talk about a little bit. Uh, we talked about you, uh, Jacqueline, uh, your, your history from a corporate standpoint. Talk about how you made that transition. You're an HBCU grad. And we know during the pandemic, HBCUs were really thrust out finally in a positive life. Uh, the uh, vice president-elect, she's from the HBCU school, Kamala Harris. So talk about that from a female's perspective, what, what it means to you that's going on right now in, in this history-making time for HBCUs and women of color. It's a great day to be a, a product of an HBCU. It's always a great day. But now, so more so in 2020, people are seeing that representation really matters. And it's so great to see HBCUs thrust to the forefront. And as an HBCU grad, we both have long lineage of HBCU graduates in our family. We're so excited to see it. Um, and I say from my background, as I went to Clark Atlanta University, I knew I wanted to get some corporate experience before I jumped into entrepreneurship. Right. And it was the best decision. Our network of HBCU graduates has really helped our business. And um, we're so grateful to our network of HBCUs. Awesome. Now, uh, Sean, you have the best of both worlds. You have HBCU uh, degree, a master's at Duke. I got several friends who are very successful uh, graduates of Duke University, not just from athletics, but academic side. How has that been a blessing for you to have uh, to, to basically master both, where, both worlds? Um, it's been great. It's been great. As I tell people all the time, uh, Duke is sort of what helped me accelerate my career. Right. Uh, but Morehouse made me who I am. So I think, you know, bo both of them were important, uh, but it started at the HBCU. I mean, I remember, you know, conversations going on in the dorm at 3 a.m. We're talking about everything from football to the original man, you know, all everything, the entire <laughs> spectrum. Right. Uh, and that, that's kind of what made me who I am. Right. Uh, but then I realized I needed to sort of round out my education. Um, so decided to go back to do get my MBA. 
Um, and that set me on a different kind of path uh, professionally, being able to go from there to Wall Street and work several years on Wall Street. So it has been uh, beneficial. And, and both of those communities uh, have helped us uh, as we've been trying to, to build uh, Green Top into what it is. So I couldn't be more grateful to both Morehouse and, and Duke. Let's talk about Green Top. Where did that name come from, Green Top? So my grandfather was a entrepreneur and my father worked with him there at Green Top. So Green Top was a restaurant bar in the 40s and 50s. And it was here in Hillsboro, North Carolina. And it was a place that African-Americans could go and celebrate and fellowship. And it was a source of celebration in our community. And so when we started the company, we were thinking of names and Green Top was really just it seemed like the right fit because it honored the entrepreneurship background of our families. Well, it's powerful. Uh, I, I really appreciate hearing that. Now, when we talk about business, I, I would tell people like when I started my first business in 92, you know, I was a co- comedy club. You know, I just basically turned on the lights and got the licenses that I needed and started accepting money. You know, that was my rule. And so obviously I made a lot of mistakes. You know, I didn't I didn't even look at the whole the, the bookkeeping aspect of it. I didn't look at the accounting aspect of it. I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a business plan, nor did I have a business plan for the next six months. I just wanted to get in business. And so I always talk about how we make mistakes because when I say me, sometimes about entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs of color, because we don't look at and forecast the reality because we're such dreamers. You know, we don't, you know, once you hear the reality, it can kind of hurt your dreams. And so you kind of like ignore the possibility of failure and put a lot of, of your, um, opportunities in faith. You're planning in faith and not planning in numbers. So I'm going to turn to you, Mr. MBA. Okay. When you opened this green top, she gave me that great name. It had great history, great lineage, you know, you know, obviously inspired. Okay. Somebody had to have the numbers somewhere. I'm not saying she was involved in the numbers, but I'm going to go to the MBA on this one. Mr. MBA, Mr. Mr. Wall Street, Mr. Wall Street. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's exactly what happened. I mean, I'll give you the quick story. She came and she said, look, you know, I want this wrapping paper. It doesn't exist. I'm going to, you know, do it myself. Right. And <laughs> as she will tell you, I was like, no, you're not. That's not going to happen. We're not about to invest this money in building this business. And so, you know, she was she was persistent and she said, no, I'm going to research it. I found a manufacturer, all this stuff. And I said, OK, well, let me do a little research. And I found one number that made me say we can do this. I look, I had no idea the size of the wrapping paper market. Right. So in the United States, uh, Americans spend almost seven billion dollars, seven billion with a B on wrapping paper every single year. Mm -hmm. So I saw that number and I said, "Okay, wait a minute. Seven billion. There's nothing for black people out there Mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, you know, images that look like us on it. Mm -hmm. I said, we can probably make this work. Right. So the numbers just from the size of the market, because I'm sure, you know, that's where everything starts from. Absolutely. What is the size of your market? And so once I, I, I saw what the size of the market was. Now it was about execution, right? Because the market was there. There was a, a you know, the window was cracked for us to get in um, as people of color and providing something for people of color. So for, for, for me from there, you know, the numbers made sense. We just had to go execute at a very high and level. That's the part of the conversation, the execute part, the creative side, you know, mm-hmm. g- creating original artwork, original designs. How did that part start to lay itself out? Because, you know, we have a great idea. I want to do, I want to do, uh, uh, you know, wrapping paper for people of color, people who can look like, what are the designs and the looks? Does either one of you have skills, art skills, or are we just big personalities I'm talking to here? (laughs) (laughs) 
I would say that I'm the creative, but I don't draw. So I, I do love all things holiday. I love to decorate. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to do hearts and crafts and hobbies, but drawing and creating the actual character, I did not do. We worked with an illustrator. Okay. But I knew what I wanted to look like. I wanted him to appeal to children. I wanted him to appeal to adults. And I wanted him to definitely look black. And I wanted him to be jolly and, and magical. <laughs> I thought it was really important for him to connect with children and adults. Um, so we worked with an illustrator and on the first iteration it came back and it was perfect. And that was the image that we went with that's Clarence Claus. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the name Clarence Claus? Which is, a, which makes me smile every time I say it. You know, my staff came to me and said they created Clarence Claus. I go, I said, just on that alone, we got, I got to <laughs> talk to him. It just makes me mm-hmm. smile. You know, I come from uh, inner city, fifth ward, the six sisters, two brothers grew up in a uh, two bedroom shotgun house. So that's my that's my my my, my lifestyle. I grew up and uh, graduated from University of Houston with a math degree, minor in sociology. So in some ways, you know, I, I, I mirror some of the things that you've accomplished in your life from a male perspective, Sean. And I, I do a lot of work with HBCU schools now to mm-hmm. try to uplift them. I've done a lot of things. I managed Stephen May Smith, who is a graduate of uh, Winston-Salem State. So my I have a strong heart and a strong uh, a brand association with HBCU schools. But Clarence Claus, now CC, that's my man, CC. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that. So when we were when we were coming up with the idea, we knew he needed a name. Right, we couldn't right, just right. call him Santa Claus, right? We knew he needed a name. <laughs> and I said to Jack, I said, man, but he needs a black name. He needs right. a name, and when people hear it, they go, "That's a black man," right? <laughs> Um, and so we're throwing around names and, and to your point, CC, we were like, it needs to flow. You know, it needs to flow. And then everything kind of connects with family. So right, her, right. her father's name mm-hmm. was Clarence. Right. And so right, I was right. just sitting there one day, I said, what if we just call him Clarence, Clarence Claus? And That's then there, it, just stuck. it just stuck, you know, it, it kind of, as you're saying, when you heard it, it just kind of oh, resonated. I, I so, loved it, man. I loved it. I, I, I it just, it's, it, it sounds so many uncles, so many. It sounds, right. it sounds black. Right. It sounds soulful. It sounds that's like right. a, you know, the, the Thanksgiving dinner, the Christmas dinner, the the the, the summer <laughs> barbecues. Clarence Claus, my man. He sounds like he's right. drunk. Sounds right. like he's happy. Sounds like he gonna have a good time. But it made you smile. So, so, right. so that was the way it was happening. Everybody said thumbs up on Clarence Claus. Okay. That's now, right. Now that that's now we got the thumbs up on Clarence Claus. Now it's taking it to the market. How is that working out? And how did it first get introduced? And how was the initial reactions? So it really started as I was working full time, working on that idea at night, creating the website. And then we got the inventory. It was sitting in our garage. And I said, we're going to launch in October. Okay. So October 2016, um, we worked with uh, one of my sorority sisters, actually. She um, came and videoed and came up with kind of our story of the origin of how we started it and she's a great storyteller and so she developed this minute 30 second video um and that's kind of how we shared it on facebook and social media and that video just told the story of the need and why it was important for us as black parents and it really just captured the essence of why it was so important for black children to see images that look like them and that video i won't say it went viral but it did pretty good numbers and people shared it and that's kind of what got us out there and people found out about our website uh, we were packing orders in our house mm-hmm. uh, up until black friday of that year and you know i was working full-time and so was sean so we get home at night we 
pack orders. We put the kids down, eat dinner, and we packed orders until we were about passed out. And then right. the, the orders just kept coming and coming. And I said, I think we need a fulfillment company. And I don't think we can do it out of the garage anymore. Um, and so we switched to a fulfillment company and they pack our orders for us. But that's just kind of how it started. Now, now go uh, say John. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you talked earlier about um, HBCUs. And uh-huh. We talked a lot about HBCUs. And when we first launched, we really leaned on that HBCU uh, uh, network. You mm-hmm. know, when we launched, we got all of our HBCU, you know, classmates, friends, the schools we went to. Uh, with that first year, we basically created street teams to go to these homecomings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we gave them T-shirts and they were passing out flyers and buttons. So we really leaned on HBCUs to help get that first year off the ground and get some success behind it. And, and HBCUs came through for us. In a big way. I mean, they supported, as they say, they showed up and showed out right. for Clarence Paul. So it was, it was, it was huge. It was huge. Well, also was huge being featured. You know, when you get these featured moments in Essence and the old the Oprah magazine, you know, you know, back in the old school days, when you when you put out a record, you hear your record on the radio. I got my record on the radio. I got my record on the radio. <laughs> and so when you start seeing your product being featured in prominent magazines like Essence and Oh, what was your reaction? Did you have you framed it, or did you? Is the magazine still sitting on your countertop? What, did you post it on social media? How did you react, and how did you use that? You know, uh, to your advantage. We had some praise and worship in the living room. <laughs> when we got the phone call from Oprah, I definitely was shouting and screaming. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. We're about the Oprah team. We put on some, some gospel music and danced around the living room. <laughs> um, but when we got NBC News, that was probably the first big press that we got. And the orders started to flood in. And it was picked up by some local television um, network, news networks. And... It's great. You know, it's one thing when you think it's something important for your own child, but when other people see it and validate it and, and say it's important as well. So the features in the press have been wonderful to help, you know, get the brand awareness out there. And we're so grateful for all of them. So, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about wrapping paper. We're talking about Clarence Claus. And then Clarence Claus has kind of become a bigger than life character that you guys didn't even expect, you know. So that's usually how great ideas come about. You know, it comes from it come from passion, but there's something you believe in. And, and when you tell your story, it, it just connects, you know, the Green Top story connects, the Clarence story connects, you know, and it all feels very organic and real. And so how big can Clarence call? Clarence Claus become? How big can he become? Do I do Macy's Day Parade one day? I see a Clarence Claus up there floating up there next to Snoopy. Can, can he get that big there, Sean? Come yeah, on now. He can absolutely get that big. <laughs> Macy's to let him in, he can get that big. You know, because that's, because that's, that's the dream big and you get that big. So what 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 additional marketing techniques are you guys using? And I, I know you've had grants tied to black women. Uh, Jacqueline, I want to talk about that, that you've been awarded. Uh, talk about the grants and the funding that has come in to, to, you know, to benefit you guys and your brand and your company growth. Definitely. We um, have really benefited from some grants this year with Beyonce and her foundation, Be Good, um, has awarded us a $10,000 grant that we're very excited about mm-hmm. um, in partnership with the NAACP. Mm-hmm. And we also have received a grant from Visa and I Fund Women. And that's a great opportunity for us because Visa, I mean, Visa is huge, and iPhone Women does this great work to help Black-owned and women businesses um, really grow and give them the tools they need. And so those 
two grants have really given us, you know, exposure to larger networks. It's helped us internally with that funding and they've provided us with resources that we're really grateful for. Okay. Green top gift lines include uh, gift bags, holiday accessories, apparel such as socks, face masks, which is very smart. It means you pivoted, you saw a need and you pivoted right there. Dad hats, their apparel line includes t-shirts, sweaters, baby onesies and pajama sets for the whole family that were newly added this year and are available for pre-order right now. Let's talk about the pre-order. Let's talk about the uh, the whole facial mask. Uh, was that just something you saw? You had the you had the ability. At what point in this whole pandemic, because we got shut down in March, that you felt you should get in the facial mask market? It was very early on. People reached out to us and said, you guys are going to do Christmas masks, right? You know, I mean, it was it, people, it was June and July and people were realizing that, you know, we're going to be in this for a while. And I had a lot of friends that were like, are you guys going to do masks? And I was like, yeah, we could do masks. We'll do masks for sure. So and <laughs> selling, they're it's selling right. really well. They're I, selling I, I like our attitude. <laughs> <laughs> mask, mask, brother, mask. Yeah, we, go, we got that on the agenda. Mask, mask. Yeah. get the mask done, boy. <laughs> 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 yeah, the masks are going well. They're selling. My mom and I have been out wearing ours, and people are stopping us and asking, "Where'd you get those masks from?" Right, so. right. So, like I said earlier, prior to our call, you know, I love to feature you guys in my my shopping zone. It's all free. You know, these are there are no uh, when I see great opportunities, and that's how you get out there. I always tell people, you know, this is not the lottery. You don't win in one location. You win in people turn this way they see your brain they turn that way they see your brain they turn this way they hear your brand and so like i said i have a mailing list goes out to over ninety thousand of my fan club members love to put you there post you get my my social media which is uh uh, moneymakingconversation.com and then i have my personal social media which is rashawn mcdonald which has almost a million social media followers i think it'd be very fun to post clarence claus and get some pre-orders but how does the pre-order process work for green top so for our family pajamas, we're doing pre-order. They come in sizes from infants to an adult 2X. And if you order them now, they'll ship after the 1st of December. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you order any additional product with it, like if you order a mask and pajamas or a mask and um, a pair, set of wrapping paper, the items that are in stock now outside of the pajamas will ship immediately. And your family pajamas will ship as soon as we have them all packaged and ready. Okay, cool. So with that being said, are, 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 are you doing any modeling with your, with the, with your, with your items or are they just uh, already been photoed or how is it, how is the package being featured on your website? So we have done a great family photo shoot with tons of cute kids in our pajamas. And that's on YouTube. It's on our website. It's on our social media. There's tons of photos that you can see and kind of get engaged in what the sizing looks like and see the pajamas. And the kids are having a ball in the video. So it's just super joyful to look at. Well, you know, I look at I looked at I mentioned earlier that you know, it was Nestle was you, Mars and Wrigley. And then, Sean, you mentioned Wall Street. You know, I, my background I, was IBM. I worked for IBM two and a half years undergrad graduate two and a half years graduate and the and the and the the, th- the things I've learned from my five years that I've been I still use today you know from a marketing standpoint from being a professional from being able to have a management I can always clearly look at some of the statements that how I was handled by uh, by supervisors to be successful work for me today and the principles of me starting my own company managing people along the way and and being able to you know be able to to have goals of success. So started with you, Sean, with your experience that you had, how, how are you incorporating that into green top? Oh man, it's uh, well, the first thing is, is just making smart decisions. I've been fortunate 
that I've been around a lot of smart people, right. uh, people who've done some pretty incredible things. And, and typically their success was rooted in they didn't always get it right, but they use a lot of logic to make smart decisions. Right. Um, and so I've tried to help Jackie um, and we helped each other, but I've tried to sort of bring that to green top. It's like, is this a smart decision? Does, do, do the numbers, like you said in the beginning, do the numbers make sense? Does right. this math add up, right? Um, and so that that's really what I've learned most. You touched on, you said at IBM being a professional. I mean, that was something that the first day I walked into Morgan Stanley, you know, you could just feel you better be a professional in here, yes. right? You, you're going to get walked out the door, right? So, <laughs> yes, yes. so uh, being a professional is, is a big part of it. I think sometimes people overlook that. Um, how you carry yourself matters. Um, I'll never forget there was a guy who I worked with, a guy who I worked with, worked for at Morgan Stanley, a gentleman by the name of David DeLuca. And this quote I will never forget. He said, why wait until tomorrow to do what you can do today? Mm -hmm. um, and so I take that with me everywhere now mm -hmm. that you just always get as much done today as you possibly can, because we don't know what's going to change tomorrow. So those are the types of things that, that I've tried to bring to Green Top, how we think about it, how we approach it. Uh, making sure every decision is strategic, every decision makes sense. Um, and I think it's benefited us uh, to a large degree. It um, has. I, the, the thing I always also, you know, like when I, I left IBM to pursue a career as a comedian, okay, which is a lot of uncertainty because people always ask, oh, you, you, next day to Murphy, <laughs> right, 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 right. And so, so, but there's still that unknown, you know, when you walk out into, you're walking away from medical benefits, you're walking away from a consistent check, you're walking away from a building that you know exists, you know, so, and then, and, and, and so in the world of doubt, you know, I've, I'd love to hear both of you guys' reaction to, you know, overcoming the, the unknown, plus your team, I call any, I call you guys a power couple because the decisions were made jointly, but then uh, each decision was made individually because you were working, Jacqueline, and you was working, Sean, okay? And some people say, well, you work until we get up and running, and then you come on later on. How was that uh, that commitment to the brand of Green Top handled within the household of the Rogers? Um, so it was it was interesting. So we, we started the company in 2016, and we were a tag team. You know, we, as Jackie said, we work late, we pack orders, we do all that stuff. And probably two years ago, I started to, to push her a little bit on if we really want this thing to grow and blow up, you're going to have to quit your job. You're going to mm -hmm. have to quit it and do it full time because we're looking at some of our friends who have started businesses. They're doing it full time and you can see the business grow. And I said, if we if one of us doesn't quit our job, it's always just going to be a side hustle right. versus being a real company. And so um, I think we learned some harsh lessons in, in corporate America, too. Um, you know, and working for some of these companies, Jackie, you know, worked for Nestle. She worked there for a long time and, you know, they laid her off. Mm -hmm. We don't mind talking about that. And mm -hmm. so she was bit fortunate enough, talented enough to get the job at Mars. But I think we realized from that experience at Nestle that, you know, to, to a lot of these companies, you're just a number. You know? And so, you know, you got an opportunity to have your own company and grow it and build it. Let's go after. It. And so after me pushing for a couple of years in February of this year, she made the decision, I'm going to quit Mars. I'm going to do this full time. And um, that's kind of how we balance it in our house. Right. So I still go to work and work my nine to five uh, so that we can keep the health insurance and the benefits and all that stuff. But, you know, she does it full time, right. you know, all day long. And, and, and some days, most days, uh, she's doing more work than I am with my nine to five. You know, right. she's working 
from eight in the morning to midnight, one a.m. I'm 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 watching the game, you know. Right, right, so, right, right, uh, right, right, right. But, wink, uh, wink, wink. Keep watching the game. Right, wink, I know wink, Jacqueline right, exactly. ain't, ain't pulling all. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's how we balance in our house. You know, she she she's done an incredible job. She quit. She's doing it full time, and now, you know, it's it's growing. So it's been it's been really cool in that in that way. When you say it's growing, Jacqueline, you know, you made that commitment and. Uh, as an individual, you say I'm, I'm going in, and it's first of all smart business decision. Okay, you you do if you can pull if you can pull this off, then you do it because a lot of stuff is online nowadays. You're not in a factory pulling stuff down. You moved it to a fulfillment location, so they're making sure your product line. So you're running the company by yourself in a sense of because it's set up that way. So talk about. The hours. I always tell people there are 24 hours in a day, learn to take advantage or use each hour. And that seems to be what you're doing as a, as an entrepreneur. Yes. Um, we have two small children on top of that. So before I quit my job, I was working full time and I'd say double dutching and doing this at night and on the weekends when I could. Um, and now that since February, I've been working on it full time. So the hours are every second is is down to a schedule. My calendar, I, if I don't put it on my calendar and schedule it, it doesn't get done. Right. And I have to be very strategic with my time because we have a two-year-old and a six-year-old and they're home with virtual learning. So most days we have a tutor that comes in and works with our son, but we have to be really efficient with getting work done before they wake up. Mm-hmm. During nap time, mm-hmm. I try to get a few hours in while they're sitting and eating lunch. And then I do a lot of work in the evening once they're down for bed. So we balance off each other and work with each other's schedules to make calls work when we're in the house. And COVID's kind of been a blessing because it allows us to get things done even more efficiently. So um, lots of scheduling and just working together to make it work. But there, there's no office hours. It's, it's just getting done. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, first of all, uh Thank you for coming on the show, Money Making Conversation. Thank you for making me smile. When I say smile, I mean really. Uh, um, you know, I'm much older than you guys, so I've I've experienced a life without this type of uh, diversity. As far as my daughter, she's 24 now, and she's be graduating from uh, college, and I'm very excited about that. But more importantly, giving us a hope. All right, when I look at the, look at what we saw on Saturday night, that diversity. Mm-hmm. When I look at the civil unrest and looking at white people stepping up in a lot of situations, saying that's not right, and that that is important to us as we move forward. Plus, you, you raising young people to be better people in this life, and people recognizing that they want to be. Uh, they want the same dreams that everybody else wants. Just, just we just happen to be different color, and different colors should not matter in your dreams. And I applaud you guys for for living your dreams. I applaud this this lifestyle you guys are creating right now, where Sean is hanging down in that white collar world doing his thing, and you over there doing that entrepreneurial spirit. And I'm pretty sure next year we're gonna keep this relationship, and next year. Might be full time. Both of you guys out there whipping it. He might, he, he might answer this call. Look at like Clarence Claus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's, That's all right. I'm saying. I, I just know that in the world of animation, I I just know that there's, there's a there's a bright future for a brand that makes people smile. There's a bright future for people who and it's just and the cute thing about it, it's just not people of color buying your product. That's the beauty yeah. of it. That's the beauty of what Clarence Claus is. You know, it's 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 a charming. Are you guys doing a or, or ornaments for Christmas tree ornaments as well yet? 
Mm-hmm. We have ornaments. They'll be on the site shortly. Be thinking for you. Be thinking for you. Be thinking for you. Home blankets and throws. We got it all. So. Yeah, because I want to buy me some ornaments for my tree. You know, I want to put it up. But again, on my end of the table, my responsibility to you is to promote your brand. So I get my staff to reach out to you, get us some any uh, videos or, uh, or artwork that we want to promote. Definitely want to promote Clarence Claus as my man. He's close to my heart. I'm going to put him out there and promote him as much as I can. But more importantly, good luck and keep winning, okay? Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Okay. Great to talk. We talk soon. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear more Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. And I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.